Yo-ho, everybody. This is We Are Cats, and welcome back to our show. Of course, this is a different format since I'm hosting at this moment because I wasn't able to go to the San Diego Comic-Con Special Edition due to health reasons, but I'm fine. You know, nothing too bad or COVID-related. I'm okay. Um, but here, we I have Captain Cats with me. Hello. <laughs> yeah, hello. <laughs> um, but he did it professionally. You know, he went there as a professional, and uh, I saw some of the pictures he posted on uh, Twitter, although you could have done more. Yeah. But then again, I've, I've seen everybody else doing theirs, so I'm just going to interview him as to what he did right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay. So, so obviously, um, started on Friday. Um, Black Friday, and yeah. then on Sunday. It was basically Black Friday weekend that it, it, that it took, and it was at the convention center. Many people never really said how big it was, so I'm going to make it easy for you guys. Um, for anyone that's gone to Comic-Con or has come to San Diego and saw the how big the San Diego Convention Center was, you know... Um, it was from Hall A all the way down to D. Was there a uh, artist alley? Yes, there was an artist alley. It took up all D. Was it as big or you know orga- organized like you know you know if it were full? It reminded me a lot of New York Comic Con because um, New York Comic Con was they set up the same way how New York Comic Con was. Uh, their artist alley, which uh, I think is phenomenal. Uh, one of the best. Um, they set it up that way, but it was the half of the amount of New York Comic Con. But they set it up in a way where it's like you can actually see where the artists are at, you know, back and forth. You can, there were really gonna, there was like pockets of here and there the artists that didn't show up. Either they completely forgot or they just couldn't make it due to travel restrictions and everything, whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and how was the situation with, um, cause remember I was your, I was your ride. I had to drop you off. Right. right cause there right. was, um, certain, um, tents and stuff going on there. And obviously there was a line for it. Oh, okay. So yeah, but well, hold on. Let me finish on before we get to that. Okay. So apparently like people who've gone to Comic-Con, you know how you were originally supposed to go up to the sales pavilion and go get your tickets and everything and whatnot in your bags. Right. Yeah. What okay. Happened? This year, it wasn't like that. The sales pavilion was only used for, like, a resting area upstairs. Can anybody go or... Anybody that had a badge and a ticket. So, it was basically, you would go up there and they had tables set out so you can sit down and eat. That was it. Mm. Um, and obviously, there's space, you know, social distancing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that, that's why they used it. Yeah, that's mm. where they used it. Um, so, this year... They used Hall H as where people had to go pick up their bags and batches and whatnot. And how were the bags? Uh, the bags were not as big as like last year's or the last Comic Con, which was back in twenty nineteen. Um, it wasn't big. There wasn't that many sponsors. Um, compared to twenty nineteen, but it was it was just a small little red bag. You know, um, if you actually pay a little bit extra or if you go to the merch booth you can get you can get one of those uh tote bags um which which were really nice they were really really good i got one myself um but yeah but so so h was the way for people to get in then they would have to go to uh 
G. G is where they were lining up so they can go in. So how the way of going in was you go through H, you go to G or E. They made it really big so people can go in line there. And once they open, like quote unquote, open up, they would go through Artist Alley first. <clears throat> and then they can go all the way down to A and see what they had. So that's how the whole structure was. And were you able to see any or pass by like, you know, how there's the panels and all that stuff was ball, like Ballroom 20 used? or Okay. So for panel wise, um, Ballroom 20 was this year's Hall Age. There was only a couple big panels there. Not that, not a lot. They did have the Masquerade. Um, I was unfortunate not to go to the Masquerade this year, but I got to see the um, a little bit of the replay. Um, and some of the major panels were at uh, ballrooms one through nineteen. You know where they usually that twenty is was like college this year. And then they use the side pan, the side uh, rooms of of, of uh, ballroom twenty, on the sides for smaller local panels or you know whatnot. Um, but other than that, the panels were were pretty good this year. Um, there were some that are interesting, some that weren't interesting, and then there was others that kind of made me scratch my head and was like, "Huh," you know. Mm. So, but I got, but it's, but still, I gotta, I gotta give the organization. Uh, the benefit of that because they kind of whipped this one up in the last minute so you know mm. so but at least but like I said if I had to rate the panels uh, like 1 out of 10 give them like a 6 7 like I said there was some that were good there was, there was a hit and miss pretty much mm. but but all in all like I think they did a great job with the pan with uh, how the way the panels were set up how the way the people how the, the arrangements and everything like that um, and surprisingly, uh, what I've heard, I, I, I didn't sit down through a whole panel, but, um, uh, but from what I heard, they actually tell people to like, you know, get up, please leave. They disinfect and cleaned up everything really quick. So the next round of people can come in. Mm. So, so they do, um, give people the boot. Yes. That's what I've heard. I can't really confirm it or not, but that's what I heard, and I I didn't hear people complaining about it. Oh. So that was good. Yeah. Um. Okay. What else? Uh, oh, the sandwich in the middle, the mezzanine level. Did they have any games? Uh. They did and they didn't. Um. They did have gaming. They did have video games and stuff like that. They did have uh consoles and pc so that was that those i saw were pretty full when it came to tabletops and card games and stuff like that not really it was a hit and a miss right there i was really disappointed um well were they games that nobody knows or you know usually the uh the people who do play them like normally would be probably from out of town well no it's more of like Okay, the best way I can say this is like, okay, I play Warhammer. I, I, I play Warhammer as long as I can remember. Say I, I, and I went to, say, and say like I went to a, 
a tabletop convention. You know, Warhammer's like the premier, like, you know, miniature war tabletop, you know. And say if I go over there and, like, everyone's playing Dungeons and & Dragons and and uh, Pathfinder, Gloomhaven, uh, Gloomhaven, Hero Quest. Um, I do need to buy that. Um, and all these other games. But no, Warhammer. So I'm just like, ah, okay. Um, hi. And everybody will look at me and be like, we don't play Warhammer here. Mm-hmm. So it was basically like that. Um, did they have, um, like if you were to go outside and go to the Marriott, um, did they have the pinball lounge again? They did. Um, bless Stern, Stern Pinball. Big shout out to Stern Pinball. They brought a lot of beautiful tables. They were really awesome, and they were showing off their newest table, which was Godzilla. Oh, how was it? Oh, it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. Go to the bonus round, and you see it going... <laughs> no, they had the sound effects and everything. They got the sound effects and everything from the original uh, Toho films. Including that... Yes. <laughs> so I was like, jumping up and down, and then just before I said, how much is for the table... They have the price. And I'm like... Ah, that's a car. That's a down payment for a car. Like I said, don't get me wrong. I got nothing against Stern Pinball. Um, they make really beautiful tables. And are they pricey? Yes. But are you getting your money's worth? Yes, you are. Um, the... The, you know, and they had like three versions of the machine of the pinball table. They yeah. had the regular, they had the premier, and then they have like the like so quote unquote like tournament edition, championship edition version, or something like that. And um, depending on which version you get, depending it depends on how much bells and whistles you get. Mm. You know, um, but yeah, but each one is pricey. Even the regular basic one is pricey. But you get your money's worth, and handcraft made really good. Um, Stern Pinball, I think is I think is one of the few companies left that still creates pinball tables. So I got to give them a mad shout out to them. Um, great pinball machines. Uh, really, if you're not a fan of pinball, and you went there, you you will end up leaving really appreciating what the industry is for pinball. It's a small niche community of uh, pinball heads that go out and play pinball or own machines and stuff like that and whatnot. And, you know, with 1UP Arcade selling a a digital pinball table, um, don't get me wrong, they look great too and everything, but it doesn't replicate the same joy and passion that you have of playing an actual pinball machine. So, um, for that, just for the pinball machine... For the uh, for the pinball arcade uh, that they had, like a solid ten, it was great. You could have been there for hours, and it was free play. Mm. You know, once in a while there maybe was like a couple people doing a tournament. You know, but it was it was like interesting. They also had like this uh, like a esports arena type of thing going on too. It wasn't that bad, but it wasn't that great either. Um, that one I'll give like a six because. They did have games, but 
the people who were playing it were just kind of dickish. And just not like... I know they weren't pros, and I'm not trying to bash the people. But they could have... They could have been friendlier. And I'm not, I'm not talking about, like, trash-talking. Because, you know, I trash-talk, you trash-talk when we play against each other and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it was more of, like, beyond trash-talking. Mm. You know, that kind of really pissed me off. And, um... On, to- on top of that, too, they wanted to do a, a multi-blood tournament. Nobody didn't want to play multi-blood because nobody didn't know how to play multi-blood. It's just four buttons. It's not hard. It's like the most anime game that was there. Nobody didn't want to play it. Which, which I thought that was... I was the only one that rose, rose my hand and was like, Yeah, I'll play. I'll go in this tournament. You know? But then it's just you. Yeah, Exactly. I was embarrassed. I wouldn't say embarrassing. But I was just more disappointed. Wow. Really disappointed. So uh, I even I even went as far as says, okay, if we don't, if you guys don't want to play multi blood, okay, that's fine. What about Samurai Showdown? Mortal Kombat, KOF, Street Fighter, Smash Brothers. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm like. Uh, like I said, not knocking on the on the Smash Bros. community and everything, but I'm just like, eh, you know? Mm. And moving on from, you know, inside and around the convention to outside, um, were, you, were you able to go to the streets and see what was going on? Really wasn't that much out there. Uh, comparing to... Comparing to 2019. Um, from here on, like, anything from outside, I'm just going to compare to 2019. Mm. So comparing to 2019, yeah, there really wasn't a lot. Um, so I saw on the local news that uh, the ones that kind of won that one were the restaurants because you know people just go there and eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just it. Um, but yeah. it was it wasn't it wasn't that great. I'll give that a four because it was just like two things and no special uh, freebies or gimmicks out there. No, nothing. None of that. None of that. What about inside? No uh, give me freebies. No, not really. Um, but there was a. Korean a Korean webcomic company app called Mata 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 I can't remember the name I'm so sorry but um, they were giving out from free stuff, free stuff if you subscribe or pay for service mm-hmm. then you get some stuff um, but they but they look really interesting they're really really interesting I'm gonna to, I'm gonna try to take a look into them and see what, maybe we could do a review or something about their service or whatnot um. Since we're talking about that, about, about freebies and stuff like that, um, let's talk about the inside. Um, inside, one of the big people that actually stood up and, you know, bless their hearts, they were real troopers. Namco Bandai, I think, was the highlight of the, the convention. Simply because, you know, they brought a lot of stuff over from Japan. You know, they could have just brought maybe one or two things. No, they brought a Gundam store, which was awesome. It looks really nice. Um, they brought like studio, like literally legit Studio Ghibli stuff from the actual Studio Ghibli uh, company from the um, from the store that they have mm. from Japan. Um, those were sold out like quick, like 
I couldn't even get a, a, a hand on anything because it was lines up the butt. Um, they had like a brand new Pac-Man game. People were the Berlin people trying out and play. Did you uh, try it? Huh? No, I didn't. It was it was basically it was like it was called a the Namco Bandai Pac-Man Museum game. So it has like every single game chronologically that just, that came out. So it was really awesome. Um, not only that, but they had um like four or five other little booths, and they made and they took the center stage. They took like like the middle. It was like the the beating heart of that of of the of the special edition, and I thought they did a fabulous job. I thought they were really awesome. Funko took a, and so did the merch, and Funko people were. Funko was busy. Funko was busy. I don't doubt that. I mean, they've always been crazy. Yeah, yeah. So Funko has been busy, but unlike uh, Comic Cons of past. Scary didn't have to go in and be muscles. No, this year I think everybody played nice, and everybody was really cool about that. Um, yeah, and then moving from A down to Artist Alley, you know there was um, there was some interesting uh, vendors that were there. They were selling NFTs for two three hundred bucks. Mm. I got like seven already. For free. And I don't even know what to do with them. They're just sitting there. Just picking up virtual dust, I guess. I can say. Um, other than that, you know, like I said, that was interesting stuff. Um, I think one of the biggest things that I liked this year was that uh, small publishing. A lot of independent artists that came out. A lot of independent publishers came out. A lot of of art of illustrators, artists, and stuff like that. Um, it reminded me a lot of, of the Comic Con of old back into the the Hotel of Cortez days, mm. where it was more intimate, more you know one on one. You know, you you actually can sit down and talk to the artist. Or the writers and just like have a pretty good long talk about whatever or they're, what they're what they're publishing or what they're writing or stuff like that. Um, I got to meet a lot of wonderful writers, a lot of wonderful artists. Um, next couple of weeks, I'm going to be having reviews on a couple of new books from a lot of good and independent artists, and, um, artists and writers and creators. And um, and an artist alley, huge like. I love going to Artist Alley. And I thought this year's Artist Alley was really great. You know, you saw had, a lot of small guys, um, you know, having their chance to sign and yeah, very good, very good. Um, for a good example, um, this Monday on comics, I'm going to review a book that one of the people from Artist Alley, um, the artist's name is Eight Fish, and she had a. Uh, she had a book called uh, Puppeteer. Wow. Really great. She told me a funny story that the reason why the book looks kind of odd and andy was that the publishing company screwed up. And so she was selling her book for a relatively low price and called it the um, Messed Up Publishing Edition. Wow. So as a fun joke, you know, a cute joke. And 
and so I bought it and I read it and um, I'll have a review for it on Monday this upcoming Monday with it and it's really good and then I got to meet like a lot of great other artists a lot of great other um, artists and illustrators and everything uh, one of the biggest ones that I met was um, um, the creator Sweet Perpika and uh, Unnatural and Mercy and uh, right now currently doing Red Sonia um, mm. Adolfo uh, I bought the hot Perpica, the sweet, the hot Perpica limited edition book. Um, in case you guys don't know, she was doing a Kickstarter for this book and also for a figure. And I asked about the figure and it said, uh, sometime in 2022, after they give up to the, 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 the Kickstarters first, mm. if they, if they have any more than then then they'll sell. So I'm honestly going to try and get one of the figures, but, um, the book itself so beautiful it is gorgeous uh i got her to sign it um you saw a little bit of the book like what did you think of the book um well it's an italian you know I... oh yeah that's okay the only negative thing i don't call it a negative thing um i know a lot of people will call this a negative thing it's in italian um learn the damn language i did exactly you know me you know, I'll, I'm I'm all right using an a, an Italian to English dictionary. Great well, way to learn a language. So well, well to be fair, oh, I only took two, almost three years worth of it. So mm-hmm. I'm rusty, but you know, knowing you know, I, I can probably pick up unless I don't know certain vocabulary. It's fine. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that's like the only negative thing that comes from the book, but I don't call it as a negative. I thought that's I, I thought the book is great and beautiful. It's wonderful. Um, it costed a pretty penny, but it was worth that pretty penny because I got the last book in the convention. <laughs> uh, I so, bet you pissed off some people. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I just went up there, just got the book, bought it, and everyone just looked at me, and I was like, well, you guys couldn't shut up and make up your minds. Just make up your mind and get it. Hmm. So... So, boot. so, but yeah, but other all overall. Oh, and to answer your other question, we skipped it all the way in the back. Uh, the tents and stuff like that. Okay, so one of the biggest one of the bigger things that uh, they did, which which I thought I applaud, because uh, they did a good job at this, was they weren't gonna let anybody in unless they can one hundred percent verify that they had both their shots. Or three shots, you know, with the booster, you know. Mm. So, the, a lot of tents, you had to go and, and do it. Um, and uh, you had to show verification. And you get, like, this, this little red, uh, little red um, tag. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, this little red tag you put around your wrist. And that verifies that yes, you've been approved. You know, you vote. You had both your shots and everything like that. Everybody had to wear masks. You know, no and if or buts. You had to wear a mask. Mm. And um. And uh, you know, just be you know be can't be all touchy feely. You know, no touchy touchy rule was in effect, and uh, you know, mind people's space and everything like that. Um, but overall, um. Special edition was very good. I wasn't for okay for a show that was on a late notice. 
and especially oh, excuse me folks and especially when it came to being on Black Friday it was it was packed it wasn't like super duper packed but it was packed enough that you know you had to make lines people were making lines you know, and a lot of people who came uh, to Special Edition were a lot of locals that were unable to get tickets for other years. So I thought this was good. I thought this was smart. Would I love to see another version of this again next year? Yes, I would. Would I go to it? You bet I would. Um, because it was different. It was more intimate, less crazy. And it was fun. I actually enjoyed myself. Give or take, you know, there was a couple of hiccups here and there with certain things. And it'll bring me to, I guess I'll consider it due to time, the last issue, which, the prices. Okay, um, depending on what. Well, I'm sure, uh, you know, stuff you got from Artist Alley or maybe another booth or so, you know, they're, you know, a bit okay. stiff. All right. So, But, but, uh, but the, at the ending, the big issue will be, the food. Okay. So start with the stuff and then yeah, we'll get to the okay. food. So yeah, normally, typically, like certain books and certain things would be like around, you know, like 10, 15, 20. Excuse <sighs> folks. And so on. This year was a little bit pricey. Some of the books would go for like up to 110, depending on what they were. Some like 20, 30, depending on the vendor's choice, you know. Um, and yet people still buy them. People still bought. You know, people still bought. I bought. Um, and um, and so forth. The food, on the other hand... Okay, we really need to talk about this. I'm going to go on a crazy rant here, if you forgive me. No, go ahead. You know, I mean, I know, I know the food was still crappy in 2018, 2019. But what's different now? Okay, um... In the words of Anthony Bourdain, misery comes to those who seek it. Thus, in this case, is food. And boy, do I love misery. Mm-hmm. The food was atrocious. The food was horrible. The food was overpriced. Um, was overpriced. Very limited. You remember the prices? Kind of, okay, a California burrito. A They were selling a $12 California burrito. Yeah, I'm not kidding. A $12 California burrito. I can go up the street to my Roberto's. Or I can go to Super Sergio's. Or to Humberto's. Or Rigoberto's. Or I can go to Pokey's. Or I can go to Lucha Libre Taco Shop. The list can go on and on and on. I've never paid for a California burrito $12. Never in my life. How was it at least big? The average California burrito is at least two pounds. I'm not joking, folks. It's at least two pounds. Why you expect this call a California burrito? It was not even half a pound. No, oh, and here's the thing. Chewy. Two hot dogs. 1401. 
two hot dogs. Were they at, were they at least big as Costco's? No. No? No. No. Fourteen oh one. I felt really bad for 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 uh, Chewy, and I bought him a drink, and I bought myself a drink, ten dollars for Pepsi. Five dollars a head. They weren't even a liter. They were a regular can. No, they were just the regular pint sizes. Oh, the twenty ounces. The twenty ounces. Oh come on. Five dollars. I've never spent five bucks on a soda. I think the most expensive drink I ever bought was, uh, I think it was like a water bottle and it was like $3, but it was imported and it was pretty damn delicious. The most I ever spent that was not alcoholic was like that. Alcoholic, yeah, I've spent five bucks, six bucks, three bucks, you know, because it's alcohol. Not for a non-alcoholic drink I didn't spend five dollars for. Well, did you at least see any food vendors out there with reasonable no. prices? No, no, wasn't. If I wanted to eat, I had to go to a restaurant, or I had to go to Seven Eleven. Well, did you go to Seven Eleven? No, I didn't have the time. Mm. So, oh, so like I said, overall, you know, there were some pros and cons. Food was the biggest con. Um, that and some of the bigger players didn't show up, you know, Marvel, DC, you know, Image, the big four, um, gaming companies didn't show up, all except, you know, Nako Bandai, yay, Nako Bandai, love you, um, and all that. Overall, one out of ten, I, I'll give, uh, Special Edition a good eight out of ten. It was great. They lacked in a lot of stuff, but they made up with um, content. And content was really good. Artist Alley was a huge was a huge plus for me. And I always tell people, if you go to a local comic convention and if they have an Artist Alley, go to your local Artist Alley there. You'd be surprised at what you find. You know? So, um, like I said, Artist Alley was great. Um, the vendors were great. The small press area was wonderful. Um, and overall, it wasn't too crowded. And would I want to see this again? Yes, I do. I would love to see this again. Mm. You know? So, yeah. Uh, and to finalize, um, do you think it's possible that they could somehow bust out the regular good version that we all know and love? Can it be like that? In the summertime of next year. Depending on what's going on with the new variant, uh, Omicron Personality 8, um, depending on that. If they need to be really restrictive in how they're going to let a certain amount of people and stuff like that in, and, you know, with the mask and everything, how the way they did it here, yes, I would love to see them try to do it uh, next year in the summertime. Um, I think that was a smart choice, a, a, an interesting choice, and I would love to see that. Uh, but you may never know. Mm-hmm. You know, we could we could, we could we could talk about oh yeah, we can't wait to go next year's summer edition, and then all of a sudden, nope. Mm-hmm. So 
we just got to wait and see on that one. Now, I don't want to jump the gun on it, so we just got to wait and see. Hmm. Well, I guess um, that does it for this week's uh, program. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's see, um, two weeks, I guess. Um, well, next two weeks, we can talk about, well, this coming week, um, the worst of guests of this year, the worst of 2021. Yeah, so well, basically, next week and the following week after that, we're going to be doing the best and worst of 2021. We'll start with the worst. Yeah. Start with the worst. And then we'll try to end the year strong with the best of. Well, the best of and... Um, our thoughts. Our thoughts and maybe plans for the future. Yes. So, yeah. So, until then, thank you guys so much. I go. hope you guys have a wonderful time. Have a wonderful week. Stay safe out there. I am Captain Katz. And I am We Are Cats. Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys have a great time. Have a great week. And stay being you. Yo-ho! Take-